The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher-level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Let's get to Eva Ados. In the meantime, Eva is the COO, also the chief investment strategist at EER Shares. She joins from Boston. Eva, thanks for being with us. When you hear um, from David Solomon at Goldman Sachs and you hear from Brian Moynihan today at Bank of America that they are bracing for a recession, are you inclined to accept that and, and trade off that idea? So we have been ex- expecting a recession, but a mild one in 2023. We do not, our contrarian view here is that we do think corporate earnings are coming down, housing is coming down, GDP will decline further. However, unemployment will stay at low, relative, relatively low levels. That's because we have many baby boomers. We have 78 million baby boomers retiring with a rate of 4.3 million a year. That will help keep unemployment levels low. We also need to remember that many of the tech layoffs are H-1B visa workers. That's foreign, um, young foreign people. And that number does not hit unemployment either. So for both those reasons, we expect unemployment to stay relatively low, which will uh, increase the chance that the recession will be mild rather than uh, strong. I, what gives you that conviction, though? I mean, you, you've explained some of, of this, Eva, but I mean, it's rare that you get a, a soft landing ultimately. And, you know, we're in uncharted water because we've got QT going on and we've never had a, a situation where we've got high inflation and a, a rigidly strong jobs market. We, again, we, we don't say we won't have a recession. I think we are all expecting a recession, but our view is, go, is going to be... It, a mild one instead of a strong one. We also look at companies, entrepreneurial companies in particular, and what we are seeing is that they had a lot of lead time because we have been speaking about a recession for quite a while. So they have been adjusting, they have been containing costs, they've been laying off people. I think that's all beneficial news. And I think that we'll be surprised that some of them will be able to adjust to the new macroeconomic conditions in 2023 better than others. That being said, of course, corporate earnings will come down. Every 50 billion uh, loss in corporate earnings will account for minus 1% reduction in GDP. Housing, we expect housing to come way down. But at 
again, I think unemployment will stay relatively low, which will help mitigate um, uh, the risk of having a very strong recession. We spoke, or I should say uh, the morning show spoke, Bloomberg Surveillance with uh, Lisa Shallot over at Morgan Stanley Wealth Management this morning. She said pretty bluntly that a lot of corporate guidance is delusional. Does she have a point there? We have to rethink the magnitude of, of earnings growth? I think there are examples still. You see MongoDB now after hours up 25, 27%. So you see companies that have been able to, to go from a loss to a profit. They've been able to maintain their costs in a way that other companies were not. So I think it's, again, it's a company by company um, type of analysis. And I think many companies did have the time to adjust on time. Like companies have started to laying off people months ago. Um, so I think that will be beneficial. Of course, I think there's a big difference in how we view tech now and um, and companies on a fundamental basis. I think com investors now are focused more on the bottom line rather than the top line. We do not want to see the top line being pursued at the expense of profit. So I think many companies and investors have adjusted the way they view things based on what's coming up. Well, tell me, Eva, is any particular industry group, any sectors that you're particularly vulnerable in your in your view? Retail, for example. So I think we're heading into a moderate, um, mediocre, I would say, um, holiday season. I'm very concerned with the high inventory levels that retailers have. They have been, they, they were piling on inventory because they were expecting more supply issues. And now they now have excessive inventory, which they need to shed. And for that reason, they'll have more discounts, bigger discounts. And we're already observing that. So that's going to hit retailers. And of course, we, we, sh we should remember that inflation is taking a big part of the consumer's pocket. So that means that even though the net amount being spent may be similar to previous periods in nominal terms, I think if you adjust it for inflation, it will be way lower this, earnings, this holiday season. So if you're negative on retail, cautious on tech, energy may be overextended. I mean, that's been a kind of a, a shelter in the storm here, although crude oil prices were down quite a bit today. A lot of uh, what we're hearing in the oil market is that the Fed is going to drive the economy into a recession. We can debate that, yet we've already done some of that away from equities i'm wondering now if you're looking for cover maybe you got to favor the bond market the on the short term so on the short term we saw yields rise again today i think the short term short term treasuries are a good place to be a safe place to be uh from the long on the long term we we do not encourage people to get on long-term bonds because interest rates are still going higher um, but that being said, on the equity market, I do expect to see a Christmas rally coming up. So we are all looking at the next FOMC meeting, the next CPI reading. I think CPI will, will come at a very favorable level. And that will be bullish news for equities in particular towards the end of the year. Uh, tell me here as well, you know, when, uh, even when it comes to how you look at markets and uh, how are your investment strategies being informed by what you've been just talking about? So we had we had a lot of cash all this year on the sidelines. So we were allocating um, opportunistically. I think, for example, now it's a good time to allocate because we had a few bad days in the market. So uh, we have been benefiting tech uh, recently, and we we have been 
adding to our international portfolio too, because as the dollar starts coming down, that will benefit EM markets and other international markets too. Mm. And and we believe that when we see rates starting flattening or inflation starting coming down, that means that the dollar will also come down, which will benefit EMs further. A great segue to get your thoughts on China. We have, uh, it appears like, some type of inflection point in the COVID policy. Beijing no longer requiring a negative test in um, to enter most public venues. That was the big news yesterday. Would you be inclined to put some money to work on China? Have we reached uh, an inflection point there? Yes, and we already did some money, though. We are not. We think it's going to be modest, the growth in China, uh, both for external and internal factors. As you said, COVID is, is good news, but still uh, there is risk with their COVID policies and in general with the political situation there. And also um, the real estate market has been contracting since the Evergrande event. Now from the external side of things, the global economy is contracting, which means there is less demand for Chinese products and services, which of course does not benefit Chinese, the Chinese GDP. So I would say to have a modest um, allocation in China as well, because as we said, the dollar will benefit that market. And I think as the global risk comes down, when the US risk comes down, so that, that means that globally risk comes down, which will benefit EMs too. Eva, thank you so much for joining us. Eva Ados, the COO and Chief Investment Strategist at ER Shares, getting her take on the markets. Success. It's discipline. It's teamwork. It's the drive and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's the best of each of us made better by the best in all of us. It's what Stiefel's been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest growing global wealth management and investment banking firms in the industry. Stiefel, it's where success meets success. Start your journey at Stiefel.com. That's S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.